All right, welcome to this week's edition of Waking Up the Outdoors with Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning all across the good old U.S. of A. Little God bless America for you this morning. Good morning, Clint. Good to see you. So, boy, I've had a I've had an eventful day already. I'll get into that here in a second. We got a fun show for you. Uh, we're going to have uh, Dr. Don talking a little about uh, PTSD and the fourth and what why that's important. Good morning, Tony. Uh, we're also going to talk with uh, Chris, how to protect your hunting buddy, your your doggy, when you're in out out in the woods. Uh, we're, that's going to be a fun thing. Uh, we've got Kyle from Workshop Sharpeners on at eight o'clock to talk about a big Cubs promotion. Good morning, Clint. Um, that is going to be July tenth, and then we got Smoking Joe, and then we got a special trivia for you today. Sponsor of the week is America's Best Apparel. Uh, we always appreciate Mike and Sue over there, America's Best. If you need shirts or hats or anything made, go over there at America's Best Apparel out there in West Des Moines, and they'll treat you right. A big supporter of the show, and we love them. Speaking of supporting the show, I want to thank uh, Richard, Dick, and Danielle out there at Three Rivers Boat and RV Storage in Carlisle. If you're looking for a place to store your boat, your camper, you just need a little place to clear out from home, good morning, Tone. Uh, give three rivers boat and RV storage. I got my good morning, Jake. I got my, uh, trailer down there right now, 60 bucks a month. You get a 12 by 50, a spot, 12 feet by 50 feet long, secure gates, 24 seven access. You get a discount for multiple spots. If you need any kind of help like that, give them a holler at 515-822-1362, three rivers boat and RV storage in Carlisle, right down the street from Wyckoff. They are really, really nice people. So, uh, Dr. Don's going to be on here. <laughs> Good morning, Ned. Uh, I, four o'clock this morning, Jenny comes, Jenny's, Jenny's sleeping out in the family room and, uh, her legs are bowing her. So she's been sleeping out in the family room. So I, you know, she doesn't wake me up all the time. Four o'clock in the morning, Dan, Dan, get up, get up, get up. I go, huh? She goes, Dan, get up. There's a, there's a crazy guy. And our front porch waving his arms, ringing the doorbell. I didn't even hear the doorbell ring, which is weird because usually I hear everything. So I uh, I get up, I throw a shirt on, and I throw some shorts on, and I go to the door. And there's a there's a younger person out there waving his arms, and I can tell he's not right. I could tell he was either drunk, or he's on drugs, or or something. And uh, we got a ring doorbell, so this is all being recorded and stuff. So I open the door. And I didn't even think to go get my, my gun. Uh, Jim says they got an inch of rain last night. There you go. We needed it, Jim. Uh, hey, Ned. Good morning, buddy. Jeff Kerr. Good morning. So I forgot to get my gun. And uh, I, 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 I just went outside and I said, hey, man, what's going on? He goes, I, I, he goes, uh, I, I need help. My family, my family, be, he's doing like a throat slashing thing. My family's being murdered. I can't, he doesn't speak English very well. And my Spanish is horrible. So I said, uh, I said, uh, you know, it, it's okay. Hola, hello. It's okay. And I said, just, just sit down here, just sit down. So I got him to sit down on the grass. I said, I've called, I go, I go, I called the police. Uh, <laughs> Matt says, how'd you forget your gun? Cause I was sleeping, man. So, but you know, I'm a firm believer of being, being aware of your surroundings. Cause you trust me, I was, I was looking around and making sure, cause 
you know, that's how, that's how people get robbed. You know, they'll say, you know, they'll divert your attention and stuff. But I, I stayed right by the door and I had the police on the phone. So I called the Des Moines police and I said, Hey, would you please send some people out here? I've got a, I've got a agitated young man out here waving his arms. He's not acting right. Um, he looks like he's got gang tattoos on. Now Ravens pinned up. He's in, he's in the bedroom in his kennel and I didn't want him out there, you know, cause I didn't want my dog getting hurt. And I didn't know it at the time, but my sweet love and bride is out. She went to the safe and got her 38. So I got back up and I don't even know it. So, <laughs> you know, she's out there. So I said, okay, I said, uh, I said, help is coming. Uh, you know, they you know, they'll be here. It's going to be, and he just keeps repeating the same stuff. And it's like, I felt bad for the guy, but uh, you know, it's, it's four in the morning and this guy's bigger than I am. Okay. So it's, I'm sitting there going, I don't know. You know, I can't get, I didn't want to get real close to him. So he sits down and uh, I, you know, he goes, please, sir. I said, it's okay. It's okay. Things are going to be okay. Help's coming. And then I could, you know, like two or three minutes later, I said, uh, he goes, my family, it's not my family being, you know, hurt. He's sitting there making pounding motions with his fist. I said, your family hurt. And he goes, you need, I go, you need medico medico. And I don't even know if that's right in Spanish or not. <laughs> to be honest with you, I said medico. And he goes, see, 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 he's medical. I, I said, okay. I called the Des Moines. I get the police back on the phone. I said, you better roll some EMTs or something. Cause this guy says his family's getting hurt or killed. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, here comes the police. The police show up pretty fast. I, I want to thank the Des Moines police department. They were there within five minutes, but they rolled in and they said, sir, thank you. We've been looking for him. And, uh, I just sat down and I'm just watching this unfold in front of my house at four in the morning. And, uh, anyway, they took you they, they had a Spanish police officer come in and they were talking to him. And the next thing I know, they put him in the car and then they take off towards the apartments up about three blocks in front of our house. And it's like, okay, so this is the, this is going on, but I'm just telling you what, since we've bought this house, we've had nine people run through our yard, tear out trees. I've had, I've had, uh, what else has happened? We've had somebody walking through the backyard that I had to go yell at, uh, at, in the, in the middle of the night. Now I've this, now I've got, this is the second time we've had people knocking on our door. Anybody want to buy a house? I <laughs> realtor Rob and I could probably make you a sweet deal. Anyway, we got Don on the line. Let's go say hi to Dr. Don this morning. Morning, Ned. Good morning, Monica. Good morning, Mudcat. Hi, Dr. Don. Good morning. That's a, that's an interesting story, buddy. Hey, he's just lucky I had underwear on. That's all I'm saying. I, 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 I'm just telling you, man, I, I didn't, I didn't hardly get any sleep. I didn't sleep after that. And then my poor dog, Raven, Raven's in his kennel, you know, cause he, he, his schedule's totally off, you know? So it's just like, all right, I let him out and I let him jump on the bed. Cause usually I don't let him sleep with, sleep with me or with us at night. I said, come on, little fella. He's the hundred pound little fella. Yeah. And, little one. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's rolling around and he finally tried to go to sleep and it's like, I can't sleep. So I sat there. What? So I'm extremely tired this morning, but yeah, I, you know, listen, I felt bad for the guy, Don one. I couldn't, yeah. you, know, you know, I know how to say some things in Spanish, but I'm not fluid by any means. And I, you know, mm. I just wanted to calm him down, you know? 
And it's like, I, and I, I even think I told him I was a police officer. I said, I'm a police, a policeo or something. I said, I'm, I'm getting my <laughs> friends to come. I, I'm just trying to diffuse the situation, you know? Yeah. You know, well, but here's the thing. And I'm, you know, there's been a lot of people in the, in, that's gotten killed, you know, open. And I'm not trying to say I did anything that I didn't, I, folks, I was asleep. So I didn't do anything on anything. Sleepwalking. Yeah, yeah. I was in sleep mocking mode, but I mean, you really got to be careful folks because, um, yeah. pe- you know, people have been uh, off to the side and I, once I got talking to him, I believe me, I was watching for shadows on my driveway cause I had the, the lights on and I could have seen somebody if they were coming in there. But uh, like I said, I had, I, I had, uh, cl- I had, uh, Oh, Don, what was that? I had Annie Oakley behind me in the door with her thirty-eight revolver, so I was okay. <laughs> well, that's good for her. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm telling you what, man, you got to have a plan. You know, I, you know, I always make sure that she's got access to a firearm if I'm not home. And, um, you know, I had my nine mil, but it was in the other room. I, I couldn't have got it anyway. But you know, like I said, I knew something wasn't right with him, Don. But Man, I, I my medical my medic training kicked in from the military. It's just I'm trying to help him, but man, I tell you, I, the older I get, that stuff scares you a little bit. Yeah, it leaves you it leaves you a little shaking and uh, fills your body with a lot of adrenaline in a hurry. Yeah, I'm, I got more adrenaline out of that than a jelly donut. I can tell you that. But I, I would rather have the jelly donut to be honest with you. Yeah, it would have, it would have tasted better for mm. sure. <laughs> it's just crazy. So anyway, I'm gl- I, yeah. I don't know what happened to him, and uh, I hope he's. I hope I hope I said a little prayer for him afterwards. Uh, I, I you know I asked God to take care of his family, and you know I hope his family's okay. But you know you just never know when somebody's uh, saying that kind of stuff. You don't know if it's you don't know what's going through their mind. You know. Well, particularly if you can't speak Spanish and can't understand them, right? Well, I mean, he was trying to do sign language with a fist, you know, his fist into his hand and saying, you know, the little throat slash thing. But, you know, I, I just knew he had gang tattoos on. So it's just, I don't know what happened, but it wasn't good. I, if they were looking for him, that that's probably not good. Yeah, probably not. I, I hope that uh, everything turned out. Okay. Yeah. I'm hoping God, you know, I'm hoping God sent him an angel. You know, I, I just, you know, like I said, I, I hate to see anybody upset or, or I don't want to see anybody hurt, especially if there's kids involved and stuff. But, you know, it's just, you, I always tell everybody, you have to be aware of your surroundings and you got to pay attention. I'm on my, I get on my mom's case all the time. She's 88 and she goes out there and she, somebody will cut her off in the parking lot or whatever. And she'll go, you know, she'll wave her, wave her finger at them and stuff. I said, mom, you can't be doing that anymore. You can't, you're 88 years old. <laughs> You know, you, you know, pe- people will, they don't care anymore. They'll punch you. You got to be careful with that stuff. Oh uh, yeah. Well, you know, she's of a different era. Yeah. I'm telling you Good for her. They're probably, people are probably more scared of her. Right. <laughs> That's funny, Ned. Yeah. My mom, you don't mess with mom. She's a bad, she's a little battle yeah. axe, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> But, hey, uh, hey, I wanted to get you on today to talk a little bit about PTSD. I probably have a little bit now, to be honest with you, but, um, <laughs> Well, you know, the 4th of July is coming up and our veterans, you know, we love our vets. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of people don't think about this. Uh, (laughs) good morning, Derek. A lot morning, Kenny. A lot of people don't think about this, uh, on the 4th of July when they're shooting fireworks off. But if you have a neighbor that, you know, is a veteran, um, 
And you really need to take that in consideration, don't you, Don? Because you right. you have no idea what that does to them. Well, uh, that's that's absolutely true. Of course, you don't know what they have been through. You don't know where they've been. Uh, you don't know what they've seen and heard. Um, but yes, it's a it's a real issue. Um, it has uh, physiological, psychological, um, emotional. Um, you know, they can even have um, um, triggers that create um, um, you know terror terror dreams. Um, so yeah, it's it's something to be considerate of if you know people who um, have been in the service. Um, I used to have um, a really good friend when we lived in another state, um, and um, you know he was in the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. And the mortars and everything, you know, he was on night detail. He was actually a medic. Um, you know, he had all kinds of post-traumatic stress and um, uh, noise, a backfire. I remember just a backfire in a car, um, you know, send him scrambling. So, yeah, we have to be very, very thoughtful um, mm-hmm. of our neighbors and the people we know that have been in service. You know, God bless them. Yeah. Um, who knows what some of them have seen. And, um We've got a friend now who has post-traumatic stress uh, from the Vietnam War. Um, it's um, it's it's difficult. He wakes up with night terrors, and um, you know it's uh, it's very difficult. Yeah. Well, we got a lot of you know young people that were you know over in uh, Iraq and you know all uh, the Middle East and right. you know uh, Afghanistan and all that other stuff, and you know they're they're dealing with a lot of that stuff too. So. And some of these fireworks, I mean, they're like mortar rounds going off, man. I mean, the percussion on right. these things is crazy. So right. just just be careful. And you know, like I said, if you know if you if you got a neighbor that's a vet, or you know someone in your neighborhood that's a vet, um, just be be courteous about some of that stuff. And you know, we all want to celebrate the fourth, and you know, but we just need to be respectful of our neighbors. Is all I'm saying. Well, yeah, you you can go over and um, if you know them, uh, ask them about it, and um, you Tell know, you shame to, yourself. let let them know at least uh, what you're going to be doing, so you know they can be prepared as well. Absolutely, yeah, because you know, neighbors' not dogs can uh, can also have trauma. Well, that's another thing too. Pets, man, I know a lot of people's hunting pets are you know, just their household dogs and stuff that uh, they can't stand that stuff, man. They they get they get scared and. Um, you know, it's not good. You know, a lot of that stuff and a lot of that stuff. And here's another thing we've had, we got a little bit of rain last night, but we're so dry right now. The woods, I went out and put trail cameras and mock scrapes up this week. The woods are, uh, I feel bad for the corn, man. The corn and the woods are so dry. It was pathetic. So, uh, yeah. So you, you know, that's another thing. There's a fire hazard there with the, you know, you, if people are out there shooting them big rockets and stuff off, that's not good either. Well, there's also an issue called, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of this or not, it's called misophonia. It is a actual, um, a real thing where people find certain sounds to be very uh, difficult and very painful. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there are people who have misophonia as well, um, that certain sounds become um, really problematic for people. So, you know, we just need to be thoughtful and considerate. Hopefully we know our neighbors well enough or know friends well enough so that we are um, at least having conversations about this. And um, so I think it's a great, it's a great thing that you bring up. Um, uh, post-traumatic stress is a, is a real thing and we, we need to be aware of it. Yeah. And yeah, listen, there's folks out there with PTSD that weren't even in the military. I mean, there's a lot of folks from the pandemic Absolutely. that's got PTSD now. 
Absolutely. I mean, we're seeing more and more people who yeah. have anxieties uh, and anxiety disorders as a result of yeah. Um, yeah. what has happened. Uh, masks, not going out, you know, fear. You know, most of us have some kind of form of what I call little T trauma in our life uh, that some of us aren't even aware of. Um, and then there are those who have what I call big T trauma that uh, are like someone who's been a vet or um, someone's had a, um, been been mugged. You know, we, we hear all kinds of things, but yes, it's uh, it's real important. And there's another another one we call acute stress trauma mm-hmm. or acute stress disorder, which is uh, kind of a, a kissing cousin of post-traumatic stress. Uh, a lot of people have what we call acute stress disorder as well, where they have a huge emotional reaction to, to certain things that, uh, that trigger them. Yeah, it's not good. 717 and some change. We're talking with Dr. Don Gilbert from New Life and uh, Counseling Centers. Don, hang on. I'm going to take a real quick break. We'll come back on. You got some big news you want to share with everybody too. So we'll be sure. right. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Well, she had a gun this morning. That's for sure. My little packing wife, little sweetheart. We're visiting with Dr. Don from uh, New Life Counseling Centers in Ankeny and West Des Moines. But Don, you got a big announcement. Yes, sir. We are uh, in the process of uh, getting ready to open up a new location in Pleasant Hill. There you go. That and man, I tell you what, I, I th- we definitely there. We need more people out there for counseling and and for people to talk to. So that's a good thing. When's that going to open up? Well, we are. Hoping the middle of August, uh, no later than the first of September. So we, um, you know, we've got some build outs and some things that have to be done before we can um, actually open. So, but that's uh, it's in the plan. It's in the works. It's uh, probably in the month of July. We'll be doing the uh, build out construction. Normally, when you go into a new uh, space, that you've got to do to to make uh, the space work for you. Okay. All right. Well, we'll we'll have you on before that opens up again, and I'm sure you're in the process of hiring new counselors as well to staff it, huh? Well, yeah, we've already um, hired someone to start, and um, but you know, um, we'll have to wait and see what happens um, when we get open to see where we're at. Uh, you know, sometimes we have uh, counselors coming and going. We've got a, a gal that's going to go on maternity leave in August, so. Yeah, it's it's always um, a moving target. Okay, well, folks, listen. If you if you need if you need someone to listen to, if you're going through any kind of tr- uh, situation in your life, if you're having relationship issues, um, if you just need uh, some help with your kids, New Life Counseling Centers. I I was there for 26 weeks trying to work on a relationship of mine, and that's how I met Don. And they he's just super nice guy, and they got great people there. Uh, if they need to get a hold of you, Doctor Don, how can they do it? Well, they can go to our website, uh, newlife-counseling.com. You can certainly get there. There's a there's a pop-up there that you can actually send us an, uh, um, a confidential email. Uh, they can also call the Ankeny office at 515-964-5003. Yeah. Our, our West Des Moines office is 515-225-4006. Can you believe that's almost seven years ago? since I met you. I know it's been a long time. I just hit um, counseling now 30 years, my friend. Yeah. Well, you keep doing it. We need you out there and 
We'll uh we'll get you back on again soon. You have an amazing Father's Day tomorrow. Well, you as well. Um, you know, it's great that um you got to celebrate your son's twenty first. Yeah, that was awesome. That was yeah, that was very special and yeah, I might we're gonna do probably we'll do uh we'll uh we'll we'll we always watch uh Spinguli, the old horror movies that's on tonight at seven. That's that's our, our weekly family thing to do. So that'll be that'll probably be my Father's Day treat tonight. So well. Well, congratulations and um, happy Father's Day to everyone. All right, Dr. Don. We'll talk to you soon. You be good, my friend. All right. You take care. God right. bless. Bye-bye. You too. There he goes, Dr. Don Gilbert, sweet of a, sweetheart of a man right there. Good morning, Daryl. Good morning, everybody. Mountain man in Pennsylvania. Good morning. So, yeah, busy morning for me. Four, four o'clock wake-up call. Not the one I wanted. I can tell you that for sure. I don't know hey, if you really want to wake up call at 4 a.m. to begin with. <laughs> well, if I'm going hunting or fishing, I don't mind. But I don't want to deal with people at 4 in the morning. I had this. I had a great guy this morning. He got on uh, Facebook because I posted I said, I can't believe I'm having to deal with this at 4 in the morning. He goes, uh, gosh darn it, what was his name? He goes, Dan, some people just can't wait for your fishing reports. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. That made me chuckle. That was funny. So that was good. Whoever did that, that was good. So, hey, uh, went out. I went out uh, this week, and I know I got some people saying I'm absolutely nuts. What, what's new? <laughs> uh, I went out and started putting scrapes up, and I did not really. I, uh, what have I been bow hunting? Thirty three years now. Thirty three years. Good morning, fishing, Dave. Happy Father's Day to you too. Um. I've been hunting for a long time and I learn something new every year. I do. I, I, I'll hopefully I'll always keep learning until I, I can't even find my Cheerios in the morning. But here, um, Larry and Philip and I, when we were, we were hunting in Southern Iowa last year, when we, we started about this time, uh, we started going out, putting scrapes and I go, what are you guys doing? I go, is, is this really, they said, yeah, you want to, you want to, this is a great way to take an inventory of your deer and not only that, it gets those bucks in a routine of, of checking scrapes. Deer use scrapes 365 days a year or every, every, every day. It's not just a, a, um, a rut thing. Okay. I know everybody gets all fired up about finding scrapes in October and November, but a lot of those scrapes are never too early for scrapes. Mountain man says, um, uh, <laughs> that's funny. Good morning, Daryl. Uh, uh, Daryl, I'm so sorry. Daryl lost his chocolate lab yesterday. God bless you, buddy. I'm sorry. I know, I know how bad that hurts. Good morning, Gary. Uh, they, they use those scrapes to communicate. They, they pee in them. They, they smell them. They check the, they'll, they'll still smell the licking branches and stuff. So I went out, uh, we partnered with pure whitetail this year. And that's the stuff I used last year with Larry and Philip, Larry McCoy and Philip Vanderpool. And I put that stuff up and I had pictures that night of deer checking those scrapes out. I put, I put a buck, a buck urine in there. I put a doe urine in there and then I put a, uh, a bachelor group or and then mesmerized powder. It's a, it's a powdered urine. Uh, so it stays, it stays good. I mean, it's easy to pack in. You just, I, it's purple or, uh, I think that mesmerized is blue actually. And I just poured it all on the licking branches up on the leaves and down around the, uh, about through two or three feet from the scrape. And man, I've been, like I said, my cameras or my reveals have been going off every day. It's great. And I've been getting, seeing some really decent buck pictures. So if you're, if you are into deer hunting and you like, you know, you're, you're killing, it's killing you, 
before October gets here or middle September for your urban hunters, uh, get out there and put some mock scrapes up. It's a great way to take an inventory of what deer you're doing. And it's fun. It's a fun thing to mess with. Okay. And if I can do it, you can do it. I just, I just scraped up some fresh dirt. I made a, like a real scrape, you know, you would find in the woods. And then I, I doctored it up and I put a, a drip wick down and I, I took the, the liquid and I put the wick in, in into, and I wore gloves. Make sure you wear gloves. That way you're not transferring your human scent. Okay. Want to keep it as scent free as possible. I sprayed down with my leaf, my lethal uh, field spray. I sprayed down my trail cameras, uh, everything. So I lit, left as little scent as possible. Pretty much treat it like a hunting situation. And it's working pretty good. Good morning, Alex. All right. So I need to take another quick break. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, July 10th, and we'll talk more about this at 8 o'clock, but July 10th for everybody that's got to leave before 8. The first 500 people that go to the Iowa Cubs game, and we're going to give a Excuse me. We're going to give away tickets. I don't mean to be burping in your ear. Um, shut up, Andrew. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, I didn't get my breakfast this morning. Um, and my, my Dunn's Brothers coffee is the only thing keeping me going, to be honest with you. The first 500 people, Kershaw Knives was super great about sending 500 sharpeners. Good morning, Katie Calvin. How you doing there, Homer? Uh, 500 sharpeners to give out. Uh, so when you go, when you walk through the turnstiles at the Cubs game on July 10th, you're going to get a free workshop sharpener if you're one of the first 500 people. And then we're going to be giving away, um, I'll be your humble MC for the evening. So I'll be, I'll be dancing with cubby bear on the dugout doing my little, my cubby dance. And then, uh, uh, Kershaw sent me a bunch of stuff. Look at this. This is a multi-tool. Isn't that cool? So if we're going to be giving away a grizzly cooler, we're going to be giving away a $250 gift card to Sportsman's Warehouse and a $1,000 Elite Bow. Good morning. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, Alex. Good to see you. Um, so if you go sign up for those prizes uh, in the concourse of the stadium, <laughs> thank you, Katie, uh, you're going to get one of these things uh, or some other Kershaw swag uh, to say thank you. So I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be an outdoor celebration at the iCubs game. So come on out and let's celebrate the outdoors. The DNR is going to be there. They're going to have a bunch of booths. We're going to have other conservation groups there. Um, uh, just We're going to have some fun at the ballpark. It's going to be fun. All right, let me take a real quick break. And when I come back, we're going to talk about uh, uh, underground fencing for your dogs with Chris. If you if you got if you need to if you got a hunting dog, and when you're home and you want to train them and you need to set up a perimeter, or if you live in a subdivision like I do that you can't put a regular fence up, it's a great alternative keeping your hunting partner safe. And we're going to talk to Chris when we come back here on 1350 ESPN. It's outdoors, Dan, on 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. I want to say thank you to all the listeners out there. You guys are amazing. Uh, we had the big benefit for uh, Lacey out at the Milo Locker last Saturday. And uh, from 4 to 7, we had uh, 350 people come out and do, uh, do a meal and a donation. 350 of you were nice enough. <laughs> you need coffee, Dan. Thanks, Tony. 
I'm well aware of that. I, I definitely need coffee this morning. Uh, you guys came out and just, uh, you rocked it. So I, I've always said we've had the, one of the best listening audiences out there in 25 years of doing live radio. And, uh, for some, for two, 350 people to come out from four, seven and three hours, it just tells you how much, uh, people are, are kind hearted and giving and, we really appreciate the uh, the Outdoors Dan audience. So thank you for doing that from the bottom of my heart. Thank you, thank you. And uh, it was a great success. So thank you very much. Speaking of success, we got a guy here that's keeping people's uh, pets, their their doggies, nice and protected. Uh, Mr. Chris from Pet Stop. How you doing, Chris? Good. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. If people would quit banging on my door at 4 in the morning and let me get some sleep. <laughs> what's that all about oh uh, i'm it's not worth going i'll tell you later i it, it was yeah it was it was a mess hey I, raven told me to tell you hi he misses you and your treat bag oh good i miss him too yeah he, he sure did love the treats oh my god are you kidding that dog that dog looked forward to every time you came over for training i don't know he was i don't know who was more happy me or the dog well, yeah most yeah, most of the time, whenever I show up, you know, the first day or so, they don't know me, but then they get to know me pretty well as soon as the treat bag comes out, and they get pretty excited, pretty happy to see me, so. Yeah, no, they do. Well, and you were nice enough to leave your treat bag, so Raven was happy for, like, a month. <laughs> oh, yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Know, but I've got thousands of treat bags, so yeah. I'm glad Raven liked that one. You know, I, I got to tell you, I you you have been a big supporter of Beast Feast. Uh, you know, that's our annual wild game dinner that we do to help fight people, to help help families that are fighting cancer yep. here in Iowa. Uh, I think this is our 17th or 18th year of doing that dinner. It's going to be July 23rd at Stony Creek Inn. Uh, I just uh, got the, the last okay from the committee. Uh, that's going to go to the Family Cancer Network now that we're doing the benefit uh, that's going get to get all the money. But, yeah, uh, yeah. but you, you have donated these systems for a long time, Chris, and I appreciate mm-hmm. you doing that. Yeah, no problem, man. That was, that's something that I've been a part of for a long time. And, um, yeah, when he came up to me and asked me about it, I was on board right away. And, uh, I thought that was great. And, but yeah, this year I'm on board again. Uh, we're a little bit different this year instead of, uh, in past years, we've been, uh, pet safe, but this year we're pet stop. I think last year we were pet stop as well. Um, but yeah, we got a, a great system, an EcoLink system to put out there. Um, so with that system, you get a Bluetooth containment collar, so you can hook up with an app, uh, and then you can look to see what your history of your dog's like, how often it's getting shocked, or how often it's getting a warning, or just what it's doing. And then with that Bluetooth app, you can also make it into a remote control. So if your dog's doing something you don't want it to do, like uh, jumping up on the furniture, barking or anything like that you can give them a quick warning and if uh if you want you can then turn it over to a correction mode and then do that as well a nice thing about that system is you can also take it off your property so what i do with my dog is i take my dog on a walk and we'll pop the collar off get out of the yard and then we'll start for a walk and then if he uh if he's pulling or anything like that i can just warn him quick and uh and it's also got a nightlight feature which is nice a lot yeah. of people like that they can put the night light feature on, so if they put their dog out at night and they want to see where their dog is, it just pops on a little LED light and starts flashing at them. But, yeah, we've been a part of that for a while, so that's the system we got going out there again this year, and then that that comes with a full training. So we'll have either myself or one of the trainers come out and do all the training until the dog 
kind of understands the system, which every dog's a little bit different, but takes anywhere from probably three to six or seven training sessions for that. Yeah. I, good morning, Skippy Peterson. Good to see you, buddy. I, I, Chris did a great job, folks. He, Raven's Raven's probably one of the smartest dogs I've ever had, and but he is the stubbornest little thing. He's not little. He's a hundred pounds. I mean, Chris, he's a moose. I mean, you no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that dog's a moose. But yeah, uh, I remember. but he he got it pretty quick, and um, he won't go near them flags. I still left I still left some of the flags up, but if I I'm out there playing with him with his toys or whatever, playing fetch and uh, retrieve. If it's within three feet of that flag, he will not go near it. Yeah, and I remember when we first talked, and you were kind of worried about how big he is, and uh, you know, and we've dealt with all kinds of dogs. So really, you know, for me, I've I've dealt with really small dogs, really large dogs, really hyper dogs. It doesn't really matter. All dogs, you know, as long as you've put the time in for training, it doesn't really matter what system it is, what name brand it is. You got the training is the key. Yeah. And with us, you know, it's just, it's a pretty simple concept. And like it is for any other ones is the flag is out there. So the flag gives a visual for the dog. Then once the dog starts to see that we start with a really low level start going towards the flags, let them hear that sound. So it gives a warning tone first. And then if they stay longer, then it gives them a little correction. So once we're getting out there, the dogs start to understand the first day treats. That's about all they understand because they don't understand the flags or the sound or anything. But by the second or third training session, we've got the correction and level up enough where they can maybe start to feel it a little bit. Then they start figuring out. Once I get near these flags, then I hear that sound. Once I hear that sound, next thing i might not like as much some dogs will just itch at their neck or look at the flags and and sit down but uh yeah most dogs get it right away and yeah raven is a big boy and uh he's got a lot of muscle to him so when he was pulling me towards the treats (laughs) i knew i I was gonna have to hold on pretty tight for him yeah yeah he picked it he picked that up real quick yeah yeah it's it's just and you you know and i don't think a lot of folks understand or realize this too you guys actually have like pods you can put in the house. If you don't want a dog or your pet to go to a, a room or downstairs, like with Raven, I didn't want him going downstairs into where my mounts and stuff were, my my turkeys and that. Mm-hmm. And Chris put a pod right on the last step, of, and he won't go downstairs, and he, you know he will not. He, he will stop right at the top step, and uh, you know uh, I think it beeped him like four or five times, and after that he just won't go near it. So yeah, you know, yep. th- th- that's a great tool for inside the house too. Oh yeah, it's it's amazing. We have we have one in our kitchen, and then I have one downstairs uh, underneath our sectional. But yeah, that's a great tool. You put that little disc in anywhere, and you know I go into all these homes that have uh, child gates everywhere, uh-huh. and it's not for kids; it's for their dogs. So it's kind of annoying for people to have to jump over those or pull those away all the time. So we put this little disc in and send the signal. So whenever your dog gets close to it, it's just like the outside. It gives them a little warning sign. And if they go closer, then I'll give them a little correction. But if they know what the outside is, then as soon as you put a disc in and they hear that sound, one or two training sessions on that and boom, they're done. So yeah, that makes it nice for a lot of people. So you can get rid of all those, uh, those gates. Yeah, and I'm telling you what, folks, it works. It does a great job. We've had it for seven months now. And we're very happy with it. So, yeah, hey. well, I'm, gl- I'm glad you're happy with it. it makes for another uh, another happy customer. Oh, I'm wagging my tail, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm. So, hey, I'm running a little late tonight today, Chris, because I had that incident at four o'clock in the morning, <laughs> and I had to talk about that. On we, I basically had somebody that 
rang the doorbell for it and they were not in their right mind and oh, uh, and oh. and they didn't speak english and i had to call the police and oh my god it, it was it was nuts so yeah, um, you've been you've been up for quite a while then oh i've been up since four buddy that's why i look so <laughs> beautifully tired this morning yeah <laughs> i yeah, bet <laughs> yeah so hey but uh i want to get you back on towards the fall um sure yeah and uh and I, I know you're busy but if someone wants information about pet stop how can they get a hold of you uh, they can call me on my cell, 515-975-2190, or they can, uh, they can email me at PetStopDesMoines at gmail.com. And you service the whole Des Moines area, so you got the whole territory. Yeah, I got the whole territory of Des Moines, and then any, anything outside. I really got the whole um, state of Iowa, Okay, um, but we generally don't go too far outside Des Moines because we've got just so much work here, but... Yeah, anything within Des Moines, anything within, you know, 50, 60 miles of Des Moines is pretty much our, our solid go-to area all the time. So, yep, anybody can get a hold of me. Or if texting is easy, a lot of my customers text me nowadays, so you can text me, and uh, I'll, I'll hopefully get back to you within uh, an hour or so. I'm always out trenching and, and working and training. So Yeah, and he get- he's real. i got to brag on you for a second. He's <laughs> really meticulous about when he puts that, big, that cable, he'll – He'll walk the property with you, and you you outline what perimeter you want your pet to have. And, I mean, you couldn't even tell he was in there when he trenched it out and stuff. I mean, it was really unevasive to the yard. So Yeah, we, we have a lot of people that really take pride in their yard, so I don't want to go in there and mess it all up for them. So yep. we make sure that we put it exactly where you want it and uh, make sure that uh, you're not going to see it within a week or so after I'm there. Yeah, you did a great job with that. All right, pet stop, and then uh, and then uh, so they already got a hold of you for the beast feast. Um, I saw I saw an email I thought the other day about it. Yep, and then uh, okay. I said I said yep, I'm I'm in, man. So right. you well, count that, me in for every year. Well, I'll 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 be talking about you. And hey, if if you want to come out to the dinner, let us know. Oh yeah, yeah. The last couple of years it was tough. I've that's always the exact same time I've been um, uh, trip ice fishing up in Minnesota. So. So this year it'll be kind of nice if you're in uh, in the summertime. Yeah, then uh, I'll probably be able to hit that one up. But yeah, the winter time since I'm so busy all other times of the year, winter time is kind of when I do my hunting and fishing. Yeah, no, I get it. Trust me. July 23rd. <laughs> if you want to bring your wife out, let me know. Oh yeah, definitely. We'll definitely do that. Okay, I'd love to have you there. I'll I'll bring you up on stage and you can tell everybody about the system and everything. My yeah. buddy, my buddy Donovan in Kansas bought the one last year and he he loves it. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I sent that uh, sent that all to him, and hopefully he got that all hooked up right. But yeah, he only talked to me a couple times, so I figured uh, figured he had it pretty good. Yeah, he's good. He's good. All right, Chris, pet stop, man. Thank you for doing a great job, and we'll talk with you soon. Okay. All right. Thanks, Dan. Have a great day. You too, buddy. Thank you, Chris. Great people. Bye-bye. Hey, listen. If you want to protect your dog, and a traditional fence is going to be too expensive, or you don't want to muck your yard up or you want to keep that open feel of your yard, give Chris a call at Pet Stop. He'll take really good care of you. All right, I'm going to take another real quick break, and then when I come back, I'll try and get the fishing reports in right here on 1350 ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Guy Tim. It's a nice morning on Big Creek. Timmy, let me know how the walleye bite is out there, buddy. That's where I'm probably going to go Monday or Tuesday. Put a collar on yourself and... Put a, yeah. Shut up, Jeff. I, I, I'm, I, I'm doing keto, man. I'm, 
I'm, I'm, you know what my keto is? Vegetables and a lot of meat. That's it. Salad. Eating a lot of salad. Uh, Fishing Report brought to you by Sportsman's Warehouse Storm Lake. Catfish bite is great. Cut bait, trolling crankbaits along the shore. The catfish are spawning. Walleye bite is fair. Crankbaits, uh, spinners, and crawlers along the dredge cuts are producing fish there. Swan Lake, the bluegill bite is fair. Fish are popping in about 7 to 8 inches. Black crappie bite is fair, 6 to 10 inches. Largemouth bass bite is fair. Clear Lake, water temperatures in the 80s. Gills are good. Eyes are good. Yellow bass are slow. Crystal Lake, crappie bite is fair. Try a small tube jig or minnow. Gills are good. Piece of crawler under a bobber uh, on the vegetation is producing fish. Bass bite is fair. Lake Smith, anglers are catching crappies and gills along the shoreline rocks. Lower Pine Lake, largemouth bass bite is fair. Bass are biting on a variety of baits. Try those Bojangle minnows, man. Those four-inch minnows, bass love them. Yum. Uh, gills are good on a piece of crawler under a bobber. Upper Pine Lake, crappie bite is good. Gills are good. West Ogoboji Lake, temperature 79 degrees. Black crappie bite is fair. Uh, leeches and worms for walleyes are producing some fish. Uh, eight feet of water or less. Current water temperature is 60 degrees. Uh, gills are fair. Pumpkin seeds are good. Spirit Lake uh, said the lake is starting to green up significantly due to the algae bloom. Walleye bite has been a hit or miss right now most evenings. Walleye, uh, early morning, late evening, slip bobbers along the weed lines are the best. West Okoboji, gills are fair, crappie are fair. Big Creek, walleye bite is fair. Try jigging or trolling, crawling, or leeches under the marina around to the beach. East Boat Ramp Bay and the West Boat Ramp Bay. Black crappie fair, uh, troll or cast jigs with live minnows in 5 to 15 feet of water. Best bite is early morning or just before dark. Wiper bite is uh, fair. Casting shad imitation crankbaits or spoons. Three mile courtesy docks are in. Gills are slow. Bass are fair. Walleye are fair. Uh, jigs tip with a nightcrawler or leech. Fished around the roadbed or main lake points are producing walleye. 12 mile creek uh, docks are in. Gills are slow. Largemouth bass bite is fair. Water temperatures in the 70s. Uh, they're catching bass up to 21 inches with jigs and fish near the cedar tree, brush piles, or rocky shorelines. And that, my friends, is your current Sportsman's Warehouse fishing report for this week. Pretty good, really good during the evening. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate that live fishing report from you. I can't wait to get out there on Big Creek with. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I, there's three spots I'm gonna check with that live scope, and I'm gonna be on it, buddy. I'm gonna be hunting fish. I'm gonna be after them eyes, man going to be pretty all right 756 and some change we're going to come back with kyle crawford and i'm going to give you an opportunity to win tickets to go to the outdoors day at the iowa cubs on july 10th here in about a few minutes so stay tuned for that right here on 1350 espn You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. 
All right, welcome back to our number two, Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Still alive here in Des Moines, barely. Our number two is brought to you by the fine folks at Elite Archery. Have you taken the shootability challenge yet? If you haven't, I encourage you and invite you to go to your nearest Elite dealer here in Des Moines, Archery Field and Sports in Altoona or over there at Sportsman's Warehouse. would be a great spot to go. Go check out and try the Encore, try the Remedy, try uh, the Ember. I mean, whatever, you know, whatever floats your boat. But I love the Remedy. That's what I'm shooting for the fall. And uh, I killed my turkeys with my Encore, but I donated it to that charity benefit that just sold. So actually gave my cure away, too, that I got my elk with. I didn't think I was going to part with that bow, but it was such for a great cause. I gave both of them up. And uh, so whoever bought my Encore and my cure on that late on that Milo Locker uh, auction this last week, I hope you get some great use out of them. They're good bows. So anyway, they're famous bows. Yeah. Too. So go check out elite. They got a great bow for you. Elitearchery.com or just go to your nearest dealer. Good morning, Ed. Uh, our next guest is a, a prince of a man and, uh, he is, uh, just always fun to talk to cause he's always sharp. Our good buddy, Kyle at work sharp sharpeners. How you doing there, Kyle? I'm great outdoors, Dan. How are you today? Man, don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I got awoken at four this morning, and it wasn't for a hunting or fishing situation. Oh, that that that's not as much fun as when you're getting up for a good uh, outdoor adventure. Yeah, we had some people wanting to wake me up in the neighborhood. So yeah, hey, I I got to tell you, I I've been bragging on you. I I want to thank you so much for supporting the outdoors. You've been a great partner on the radio and on the TV show Respect the Game TV. We appreciate you so much for doing that, but. When I called you and told you that we were going to be doing an outdoor celebration at the uh, Iowa at the Iowa Cubs, which is the Chicago Cubs AAA affiliate, you said, "How can we help?" And you sent me five hundred of these really, really cool sharpeners. First five hundred people through the gate is going to get a work sharp sharpener, Kyle. Thank you for doing that. Honored to be a part of it. Thanks for reaching out and great event, and happy to be a part of it. Well, I'm I'm excited, man. They only I and I gave I draw, uh Andrew from the Cubs came over and got him. He said he was going to have to put him under lock and key because once they saw uh, how what, how wonderful these little tools were, that uh, people were going to be pillaging. So uh, they're excited about it. Well, that's great. A great reason to, to show up and support the event. And uh, yeah, there's going to be 500 sharp folks there at the uh, at the game. Absolutely, absolutely. So what, uh, I know you guys have been busy. I, I, uh, I talked to Joshua like a month ago and he said, you guys were running seven days a week. Are you guys still running seven days a week out there? We are so fortunate to be so busy. We, uh, you know, we're just a small team here in, uh, Ashland, Oregon, and we're grateful for the business and we're, we're flat out busy right now. So yeah. that, that's a great, great problem to have. Yeah, absolutely. Ed Best and Urbandale. Good morning, buddy. Good to see you. So Kyle, what we're going to do while, uh, while I got you on the horn here, I've got, I've, I've got Cubs tickets to give away for July 10th, which is the outdoor day. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the first two callers at 244-1350, 244-1350. And Andrew will give you, um, two tickets to the outdoor day at the park, courtesy of WorkSharp and the iCubs. And we're going to be sitting right behind home plate, Kyle. How about that? Oh, those are the best seats in the house. That's great. Yeah, you can't miss anything there, huh? It's it's going to be good. So, uh, first two callers 
Uh, we'll give you a pair of Cubs tickets, and two four four thirteen fifty, and uh, Andrew that'll give Andrew something to do while we're chatting with Kyle. So I, I took the I took my very variable speed work sharp uh, all purpose tool tool sharpener out, and I got my kitchen knives all done. Uh, it was a maze to me, um, Kyle. I think I got the. Um, What's the, what's the, it's not purple. It's kind of a reddish band. Is that the medium band? I can't remember. Yeah, there's three belts that come with it. So the red will be your medium sharpening belt. And then the purple will be your finishing honing belt. Okay. It's the medium. I was right. So, um, I just did that. I, I took those knives, put it on 25 degree on the slot and man, my kitchen knives have not ever been that sharp. I don't think they were that sharp when they were new. It's pretty easy, isn't it? Oh, I mean, that's one it's thing awesome. that we're doing. We want to make knife sharpening easy. It doesn't have to be this big, difficult chore anymore. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was, I think, what, what does it normally take you when you're doing it? I, I did it on the low speed. What's the difference if you run it on the high speed? Is it just sharpen faster or does it give it a different edge or what's that do? I use the low speed for knife sharpening. It, it gives me more comfort and control. It, and then I use the high speed for sharpening things like my lawn and garden tools uh, or a pair of scissors or shears. Okay. That's what that two, that two speed mode allows is controlled knife sharpening and then powerful tool sharpening. So if you're going to do your lawnmower blades or your shovels or your, your uh, what's that little gardening thing called? The troll, a trowel? Oh, little hand trowel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you're going to do that, if you're going to sharpen them, use the higher speed. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, and that's why we delivered that feature on that product, Dan. Is you know, people have more than just a knife; they've got a lot of tools. So we wanted to deliver a complete solution. Yeah. Well, no, they, it works great. I I did uh, I did my uh, my fillet knives. I did my my big my my big chopping knife or Jenny's. It's Jenny's actually. I did my meat cutting uh, knife. Um, I, I it was several of them, and man, there's st- uh, that was what did I say a month ago, and they're still sharp. I mean, it, I was slicing some oranges, and it's like they went through like butter. It was I I, I love that thing. And for my fillet knives, Kyle, before I went up to Minnesota, I did my fillet knives. Man, I never got through fish so quick in my life. Fantastic! I love hearing that story, and I'm willing to bet it only took you a few minutes to do it. I, I don't even think it you took know, me too there for a whole weekend on a stone. Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. Well, and I love my field of guide sharpener. And um, you know, when I'm in my tree stand or if I'm in a ground blind, I, if there's nothing going on, Larry and I do the same thing. We're both sharpening while we're in the, when we're hunting and there's nothing going on, we're sharpening our knives. But, uh, that, that, that all the electric, the electric all purpose sharpener, that thing, I mean, it's whip, whip, whip. And I, it was less than two minutes. I can tell you that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's about how long it takes to sharpen a knife on that uh, electric knife sharpener. You know, two minutes from a dull knife to incredibly sharp, and then the benefit is you get to maintain it from there once you get that really incredible sharp edge. So the yep. field sharpener is a great complement to throw in your pack when you're away from your power sharpener. Yeah. Ed wants to know where can he purchase the work sharp sharpeners at? Well, I, you can find them. I mean, you know, Sportsman's Warehouse has got them. Um, the woods, the woodsmith store is, is the woodsmith store. I know that's one of your favorite stores. Is it, am I saying that right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah right there in Des Moines. Yeah. I yeah. know they have them. A lot of your hardware stores all have work sharp sharpeners. JLM guns has, uh, work sharp sharpeners, Ed. 
Um, uh, I think Sportsman's or or uh, the hardware stores is probably going to have the more the most variety. Because how many sharpeners are you up to now? Aren't you like over a hundred or something? We we've got you know including accessories. You know we're we're coming up on about 30 sharpening solutions from anybody who just wants a cost-effective solution to throw in their pack all the way up to a full featured version that gives you, you know, full customization at professional level sharpening. So there really is something for everybody for knives or tools. Yeah. I would recommend having the, the all purpose knife and tool sharpener. That's the electric. I would recommend everybody having that for their tool bench at home. Because you can use it for the kitchen, like I said, or you can use it for your tools or your all your hunting knives or fishing knives. And then I, everybody should have. I'm holding up the uh, I'm holding up the little multi tool sharpener right now on Facebook Live, Kyle. That's what we're giving away at the Cubs game on July 10th. First 500 people through the gates gets one of these. I would recommend everybody have at least one of these or the the uh, pocket knife sharpener. Or the fielded guided knife, the guided field sharpener in your pack or your tackle box, and if you do that, you're always going to be sharp in the outdoors. Absolutely. Do you like what that, I, do you uh, like what I did there? I, I love it. The the play on words <laughs> is fantastic. <laughs> always sharp with you. I love it. Yeah, that's not true. <laughs> I, don't know how many times, I don't know how many times I've had you on the show. And you know, I love you because you've been such a good partner. You've been, we've, I think you've been with me like six years now. I mean, it's, it's, it's getting up there a little bit, but I mean, I don't know how many times I've said something wrong and you haven't said anything. And then I'll go back and listen to the show. And I said, you big dummy that you, you said that wrong. So nothing wrong in a good conversation. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. That's all right. Hey, so what, uh, father's day tomorrow. I can't think of a nicer Father's Day gift than a WorkSharp sharpener. What's some of the new ones you can tell the folks about real quick? We've got we got something for everybody. Uh, I was just at a blade show in Atlanta, Georgia, and had a great time. And it was really fun for you know helping people make the right selection for Father's Day. Mm-hmm. I was I sold a couple sharpeners to these young guys. And man, they were so proud to buy their dad a gift. They couldn't have been, you know, much over 12 years old. And there's a price point there at, you know, 10 bucks to buy dad a knife sharpener. And they couldn't have been more proud of that purchase. And all the way to, I think they were buying them for themselves, Dan. They said it was for their dad, but I'm pretty sure they were buying the new uh, knife and tool sharpener, the electric version for themselves. (laughs) <laughs> yeah no I, I i love them i i just and like i said i i don't think um gosh kyle i i don't know if i've ever used the other bands um on that chart i think i've just always just used the medium and it, i mean it's i i'm still going on it's got it i think i've had it over a year um so those bands really last a while they do they do it's uh you, know, you get about 100 sharpenings on those belts that come out of the box okay so they, they're really long lasting and it makes it easy. I mean, like you said, you only need those two belts, sharpen and hone with the angle guides. It makes it so easy to create an incredibly sharp knife now. Yeah. And you got two different guide settings. You just, cl- it just clicks. You could, there's a little lever. You can flip that lever and, and the angle changes from 20 to 25. Can you tell the di- everybody what the difference is on those two degrees? Absolutely. Yeah. 
the, the sharpener is designed to give you 20 degrees on your kitchen knives. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a little bit thinner angle. Mm-hmm. And we do that because usually your kitchen knives are, are only seeing a cutting board or, or you know, lighter material. So that lower angle is going to be incredibly sharp. When you move to the outdoor knives, you want something that's going to have a little more durability. So we move to a 25-degree angle. It's a little bit wider, still incredibly sharp. I mean, we're talking shaving sharp edge, but you're going to get better edge retention for those hard tasks that you put your pocket knife through. You're cutting rope and hose, and your knife needs to work hard. So that's what that dual-angle setting allows is optimal edge performance for the kitchen as well as you know your pocket knives, outdoor knives, uh, even your hunting fillet knives. Yeah, I mean, folks, uh, for everybody watching us on Facebook Live right now, see, like the sharpener, see how those angles are on the sharpener? See how that's angled? That's angled at 25 degrees. So, I mean, it's, it's a foolproof sharpener. You don't have to guess, and, you know, you don't have to worry about you're not holding your knife right. These They really do it for you, Kyle, which is really super. I, that's what I've always loved about your stuff. Well, I appreciate that, and that's really what sets WorkSharp sharpeners apart from the rest. You know, we do a lot of consumer research and we genuinely want to solve problems for people. And what I've learned time and time again is people struggle to maintain a consistent angle. Sharpening is about consistency. You don't have to be the perfect angle every time, but being consistent is the most important way to get a sharp edge. And when we solve that with the sharpening guides, it elevates people's sharpening uh, experience. And now they're able to get incredibly sharp results quickly and easily. Yeah. So it really uh, really changes the game. It makes sharpening accessible for everybody. Yeah. Kyle, hang on. i got to hit a real quick break. I'm going to take two more callers. I'll give you a pair of tickets, the first two callers, 244-1350, 244-1350. It's to the July 10th, Saturday, Iowa Cubs Outdoor Day. And first 500 people coming through the door is going to get a WorkSharp sharpening tool that I've got right here in my hand on Facebook Live. So if you want to come out to the game, support the outdoors, and get a sharpener, give Andrew a call, 244-1350. Kyle, I'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. We've got my friend Kyle from WorkSharp Sharpeners on, and we're talking a little bit about WorkSharp and the promotion we're doing with the iCubs on July 10th. And uh, they were nice enough to send 500 of these really cool sharpening tools. First 500 people through the gate are going to get a free WorkSharp sharpener. I can't think of anything to be nicer than that. You know what's going to be funny out there, Kyle? You're going to hear about 500 people during a game going, shh, shh. <laughs> it's going to get on their team you know it's going to get on the other players nerves see when they're up to bat we'll i love sh- that sound yeah we'll be sharpening our knives yeah he no batter he no batter yeah we'll we'll have some good times oh so happy to support that event appreciate <laughs> you being out there and, and help it out what, what a great thing to be a part of for us <laughs> nah you guys are, you guys are good so, hey, what's, what's so, I know you guys have been working seven days a week and stuff. I mean, we're, we're going to be hunting in like nine or 10 weeks. It's insane. I mean, I can't believe we're already that getting that close to hunting season again. 
what uh what any what what's got you guys buzzing out there that uh i mean anything that you can give us a sneak peek on or or is it just i know you guys launched a bunch of stuff early early first quarter um is or was or where we at on everything is that uh is that it until we get closer to the fall or what are we doing? Yeah, we're really we're really excited about the new release of the new and improved knife and tool sharpener. Uh, that's the the electric sharpener we were talking about earlier. Yep, the variable uh, speed one. Great. Yeah, variable speed, uh, an adjustable angle guide, and we have leather lined uh, sharpening guides on there now that are going to uh, you know reduce any of the the marring on a blade, make it scratch resistant took a lot of feedback from customers on how to improve it and it, it was time we had a really successful run on that product um and we just made it even better so that's a really exciting release for us just in time for father's day you know great new item uh and something you know any dad who is a DIYer, an outdoorsman he's going to have a need for sharp knives and tools so that's a really exciting release for us and and moving forward, you know, we're looking to get into, you know, the outdoor barbecue space. Yeah. And we're looking at solutions where, you know, people are at the grill, people are in the kitchen. Um, you know, we want to continue to bring sharpening solutions to people wherever they want a sharp edge. Yeah. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Tom. Good to see you guys on Facebook Live. You know, you're smart to do that because I don't know any, any chef or cook that doesn't need a sharp knife. So it's just not, you know, people that hunt or fish or, or doing whatever. But yeah, I mean, you know, you got pizza cutters now that you can sharpen with that thing. You've got, uh, you know, people that are out there doing a lot of protein. Um, you know, those rib cut, you know, what's those big, uh, cleaver looking cutters. I mean, you can sharpen those with that variable speed workshop sharpener. There's a lot of things you can do to stay, uh, to stay sharp in the kitchen. That's for sure. Abs- absolutely. Yeah. And the more, you know, we, we work with customers, the more they tell us, you know, what they want. They're looking for specific solutions that, that really make their lives better. Yeah. You don't want to be fighting a, a dull knife when you're, you know, prepping for the grill and the family's coming over. Um, you know, we want to help make that an enjoyable experience. Yeah. So, uh, it's really been a fun journey for us to continue to find ways to elevate our products and, and, uh, you know, bring great products out to customers that, that make their lives better. Yeah. And you guys got a ton of great videos out there. Um, you know, uh, you can go on YouTube and you can Google or Google workshop sharpening videos on how to stuff if you got questions, but if you, if you need help with anything, you guys have some of the best customer service reps in the business and you, you all love talking with customers. So if someone needs something, you're there for them, which is very important. No, that's something we really pride ourselves on. Uh, you know, world-class customer service is so important these days. And we're a, we're a low-pressure team, Dan. We, we're not looking to hard sell anybody. We want to educate. So we welcome people to contact us if you have questions about how you're sharpening now or, or if you have questions in your research journey. But you're right, our YouTube channel, we have over 50 episodes uh, where we put one out every week and a lot of them are user driven for the questions they have and it's just been fun we have a wealth of information so come learn with us visit our youtube channel and ask a question or search our library we're going to be able to teach you how to sharpen anything from a fillet knife to a camp axe so come learn with us you know and we want to earn your trust and see if workshop's a good fit yeah it is you don't even have to ask all right, buddy. I, I'm. What are you doing? So, what are you doing for this weekend? 
I, I'm excited. It's a beautiful day here in Oregon. The sun just came up. I'm going to take the kids out fishing at the lake. we got a fun day planned, and then Father's Day tomorrow. Yeah. So um, I think we're going to splash in the pool a little bit. Go for a hike when it, it, you know, in the cool of the morning. It's going to be a hundred degrees here tomorrow, Dan. Yeah, welcome to our world. <laughs> I was, hey, when I left, when I left Minnesota uh, a couple weeks ago, it was at, it was a hundred and one degrees in Minnesota. It never gets that hot up there. Wow. Yeah, I mean it's it's just it's really weird. It's been a really warm summer already. Well, hopefully it doesn't affect the fishing. No, I I I, I caught over a hundred and fifty walleye on my trip. Wow! Yeah, I, good outing. That was like, that was like one of my fishing trips of a lifetime, right there. But I, you know, I it was good. So hey, and real quick before you go, all my fishing buddies, you can sharpen your fishing hooks with these things too. Uh, that guided fielded knife sharpener that I was talking about, that's actually got a fish hook groove in the uh, in the. Uh, oh, Kyle, help me out. What's that material called? The the white, the it's- ceramic. Ceramic honing rod. Yeah. yeah, we it'll hone fillet knives and do fish hooks. You're yeah, right. you can sharpen all your treble hooks and everything. That's a great thing to have in your tackle box. So don't forget about that. I've got mine in my tackle box. That's what I'm doing right after this. Going to get the gear together, get sharpened up, and uh, make breakfast for the kids. And we're going to have a great day. Oh man, airman made some pancakes, will you? Happy to. <laughs> You guys, anything for you. Hey, you know what? You guys, I get the uh, once a year. I get a care package from Kyle, and I, I think you had pancake batter, or you had that, or maple syrup, and what it was one or the other. But you guys send the greatest uh, gift bags uh, right before the holidays every year. So thank you for that. Appreciate that. No, it's uh, we want to build strong relationships with folks, customers and partners alike. So it's it's good to be here with you, Dan. No, uh, you guys rock. All right, man. Be good. Happy Father's Day. And real Happy quick, Happy Father's Day to you. Where can they find you? WorkSharpTools.com. Visit our website. Give us a call. We're happy to get you the right information to get you headed in the right direction towards a sharp edge. All right. Thanks, thanks buddy. for the time today, Outdoors Dan. My pleasure, buddy. Tell everybody hi for me. I will. Talk to you soon, my friend. Bye-bye, Kyle. There good he goes, day, Kyle Crawford. Good man. Good man right there helping us out. 825 and some change. So did you get the other two? Did we? Where are we at? We still have one availability slot left. We had one caller. So we, how many tickets, how many people have we, have we given tickets to? Three. So I need two more callers. So, well, I'm going to wait. You didn't, you didn't call. So now I'm going to wait. I'm going to make you wait. So... There you go. You got it tantalizing. Yeah, I, I got to give. I want to give away five sets of tickets a week until the tenth because I'm going to give forty. I'm going to give away forty tickets before July tenth. So because we're going to have a little outdoors dance section. So holy, holy donut! I told you to get rid of that. <laughs> I hate that thing. Get rid of that thing. <laughs> Let me hear the Spinguli opening again. Spinguli, yeah, I, I that love I, that. Gone. That is my, you know what? I, that was a great idea, though. I, I that is idea. actually my favorite part of the week, and I, I'm sorry if that disappoints you, but it's I, my Riley and Danny come over and we watch these old cheesy horror movies, and you know even Jenny watches somewhat, and it's just my, it's just having my family there watching the worst movies in the world. But with this little guy, the guy that dresses up like a, uh, I don't know, like a vampire or whatever. But uh, it's so bad. It's it's like Mystery Science Theater 3000 or whatever. Because they make <laughs> yeah. fun of the movies, you know? 
<laughs> and it's on me TV, so it's free. You know, what, what more could you want? You know? So I'm happy. I always like to have fun with the kids, man. Yeah. <laughs> Look for the wires. Yeah, Tom, they trust me. They, they they're that cheesy. You can see the wires on the TV and stuff. I mean, I don't there what was the one they had, the thing without a face or something, then you could see the wires. It it was bad, man. But it was so bad they're funny. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. It's just something I look forward to with the kids every week. It's just kind of our thing now. Well, I recently he celebrated the the guy celebrated what 40, 45 years of Goli, and I saw him on TV. And it's Svenguli. Svenguli. Yeah. Well, yeah, but forty what forty forty five years of that. He's out of Chicago, you know. But see, when I was a kid, we had a thing called Creature Feature, and we had a guy, you know, and you, you know, but. You know, back in the 60s and 70s when I was little, uh, when was I born? I was born in the mid-60s. <laughs> so I don't know. I guess I started paying attention to that when I was eight or nine. But, you know, they had the old, dra- you know, Bella Lugosi yeah. and Lon Chaney werewolf movies on. I mean, the classics. And uh, they had uh, the Count or something, the creature feature thing. It was awesome. You know, I, I, my dad my dad would make a big bog, big bowl of popcorn and he'd have an orange soda. And, you know, that was our thing. I guess that's why I enjoy doing it with the kids. It reminds me of me and my dad, you know? Yeah. It's a great way to at least connect a little bit. Yeah. But, Reminisce. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it. but like, you know, Jenny, you know, Jenny's sister, and, and she's just, she puts up with it. I, I don't know if she likes them or not. I think she liked the one, the one movie. What was the one she liked? There was one she liked. And, uh, but there was most of them. She goes, you, she goes, these are horrible. I said, but see, she liked mystery science 3000 where they made fun of, you know, the, it was kind of the updated thing, you know, am I saying that right? Mystery science theater. 3, yeah. I 2000 or whatever. It's in the thousand somewhere. Yeah. I you don't know, know. Give or take yeah. two, three thousand. I don't know. Who knows? You know, I watch respect the game TV. I watch small town hunting. I watch major league fishing, you know, but Riley and Danny, they don't want to watch that. You know, they don't even care if dad's on TV or not. They, they, they like never, they never have cartoons all the way. Right. Yeah. You know, but no, their thing, Danny, what's Danny's more into the star Wars or, you know, stuff like that. Oh, but yeah, good yeah kid. you know, Riley, I, Riley, I have no idea what she likes to watch. Cause I can't stand half the stuff. She, I, it's like anime, whatever. So this is one Maybe. happy little medium for two hours where everybody can, you know, <laughs> even Raven likes it, you know? Well, well, my dad does something similar. I think every Easter or so, he, he we have to sit down and watch Moses. Yeah, you know that that ABC puts on every year. The we have to sit down. And in fact, uh, the only reason we stopped doing it was because we Ben and I, my brother and I, went off to college, so we, we he couldn't force us to watch it. But you mean for, the the movie Moses? Moses, yeah, with Charlton Heston. Yep, that yeah. they put on every yeah. That the, was a great old, movie. The classic movie every morning, year. Morning, Elvis. Good to see you. Give me the uh, we got mail thing. We got mail. Who doesn't like mail Moses, time. man?
to stop what you're doing and listen. You got mail. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to will. All right, it's time for We Got Mail, brought to you by Darren Islander, American Family Insurance in Ankeny. Elvis impersonator, there's, uh, there's the mail thing on the on the script, so you know I'm not telling it. Week's question is from Sue Thompson of Des Moines. She goes, what is your favorite way to fix deer burger? Great question, Sue. I would say sloppy doughs. Sloppy doughs is my favorite way to fix deer burger. I love sloppy doughs. And basically, you take ground venison, a little manwich or, you know, or you can make your own, you know, cookies, barbecue sauce and some salsa, um, not cookies, barbecue sauce, cookies, salsa, cookies, barbecue, salsa, and flavor enhancer. You can do it that way. But, uh, I, um, yeah, sloppy doughs is probably my favorite way for deer burger. Now I do like when Jenny makes uh venison spaghetti or venison lasagna. That's really yeah. good too. Yeah. But I like sloppy doughs. Sloppy. It's a comfort thing. Yeah, you got to stick with comfort food. Hey, Dad, what's for dinner? I don't know. Jenny, what's for dinner? <laughs> sloppy doughs. Raven, sloppy doughs? <laughs> Raven gets all excited. Sloppy doughs? <laughs> I'm getting fed good tonight. Yeah. You know, she does that. She'll make, she makes ground venison, and she was doing it with my elk, and I about had a stroke. <laughs> Do not give the dog my elk. You know? I threatened to put a padlock on my meat freezer. I did. I said, Dude, if I see that dog getting elk anymore, because the Ravens are going, I'm getting elk. You know, he's all happy. Hi, Raven. He's listening to the show. I can tell you right now. That's a good boy. But no, uh, sloppy doughs. If it's sloppy dough night, Raven's getting some little, uh, some little uh, ground venison in his kibble. So he's always happy. Now you know why that dog weighs 100 pounds. Yeah, not just the not just the breed, but he's getting fed well. Oh, that dog's well fed. Trust me, that dog every morning. Now, I'm telling you. All right, Sue. That's probably way more information than you wanted to, but uh, congratulations, you are the We Got Mail segment winner. If you would like to be on this and get a workshop sharpener or something nice from the show, just go to outdoorsdan.com. Look at the front page of the website. There's a little cartoon mailbox. Click on that. It'll bring my email up. Shoot me an email with a question, your name, address, and phone number. One entry per family, please. And uh, chances are you'll be on the show before the end of the year. I'm. That's about what I'm averaging. There you go. Everybody's going to win unless I get like 20,000 entries, which is not going to happen. So, yeah. On a side note. What's uh? What's I don't on side, side You kind of started to sound like that bear that uh, that bear's a hey boo boo. No, that's Yogi. Yeah, you started sound like Yogi Bear there when for I, a bit. When there. I did Raven, yeah. No, Does he no, sound like Yogi Bear often? <clears throat> no, Raven doesn't sound like Yogi. Yogi Bear is that's no stranger. That's my friend the Ranger. Hey boo boo. That's I, I, yeah. a mighty fine looking picnic basket, Ranger Smith. Yeah, that's so, Boo Boo. Yeah, or Yogi. <laughs> Boo Boo. Yeah. Yogi yeah. Boo Boo. Anyway, yeah. Raven's more like a Scooby Doo thing, though. Well, you kind of had a hybrid going there. I don't know. You know, I haven't done Yoda in like a year either. Oh man, make him Yoda. You'll have a lot of fans. Yeah, you can do a whole Twitter page. Uh, yeah, I don't. I I just got my Twitter account back up, which I don't know why I did. I was boycotting Twitter for a while. So anyway, we got to take a break. We'll be right back on thirteen fifty ESPN. <laughs> 
This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. Herman's Fine Jewelers. They're waiting to wait on you. Herman's Fine Jewelers, 2900 University, West Des Moines, 222-2600. 222-2600. If you have jewelry laying around, what are you laughing about? What are you laughing about? You. What? You. What? I'm trying to block out the noise. <laughs> you basically started singing. Who did? You. I did not. Yes, you did. I was doing a Herman spot. <laughs> Herman's Fine Jewelers have been helping people for 39 years. Frankie and Donnie are doing a great job. You got stuff laying around you don't use. You need a new trolling motor. Well, you know, don't wait. Just take your swag over to Herman's. Let them give you an estimate. Chances are, since they've been around, you're going to get more for your treasure than any other place in the area. And uh, they also have on-site jewelry repair. They can do custom jewelry. they got over 10,000 diamonds and mountings in stock. If you think jewelry... You need to do one thing. Think Herman's Fine Jewelers. Tell them I sent you, and they'll take great care of you. I promise they will. So, Smelter must be busy. Carl Chevrolet, if you uh, need to order a new vehicle, you're looking for a new truck, a new vehicle, that uh, just or something new to you, before you buy anywhere else, uh, go see Smoking Joe Smelter at Carl Chevrolet on All Labor Road. The quick lube there is amazing. Uh, they've got a great collision center. They just got our our car fixed. It looks immaculate. You damn it. It's your one-stop automotive shop. Carl, Carl Chevrolet. Their dealer for life. Your dealer for life, Carl Chevrolet. There you go. Smoking Joe Smelter. There you go. I, did, I have to do his spot for him again. Tell Andrew it's espresso roast you're drinking. You are kind of funny this morning. Thank you, sweetheart. You pistol-packing babe mama, you. (laughs) My wife had my back, folks. If you're just tuning in, my wife, Jenny, we had an altercation at the house at 4 in the morning, and my wife had my back. She had my six, folks. I didn't know it at the time. But she was there with with that Ruger LC9, man. She was ready. Ready to let it fly. She could have probably done it all on her own. You could just you just head back to bed. She'll take care of it. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. I'm glad. I'm I'm glad that uh, I'm glad they went to JLM Guns, kiddo. There you go. Do you, what? What'd you say? She could have probably just taken care of any everything. Yeah. You know, like yeah, Dan's going back to bed. Yeah. Hey, good morning, Parker. How you doing, buddy? Yeah. It, hey, it is what it is, man. I want to. I got to tell you something. My wife is she's got a heart of gold. She really does. She loves her dog, and she's she loves Pound Cake, her new cat. That's not the cat's name. That's what I call it because it's like a 15-pound cat. That thing's, it looks, it's so fat, it's squared. She she saw this cat on the ARL site. It's this 14-year-old, and it, its owner died. And Hannah, her cat, just died, right? Mm-hmm. So she comes and goes, can I get a cat? I said, if that's going to make you happy, sure, I don't care. Get you a cat. So she showed me this picture of this cat and you know, it was, it was a skinny looking cat, you know, you know, cause it wasn't being taken care of. And she goes, nobody's going to want this cat cause it's 14 years old and its owner died. So I said, sure. So she goes and adopts the cat. She comes home with this job of the, this pound cake cat <laughs> that the dog is afraid of the cat. It's so big. Wow. It's a sweet cat. I mean, I'll be downstairs doing the St. Louis radio show on Sunday nights or whatever, and she'll come over and she'll want to jump on my lap. And I mean, she is a sweet cat, but that cat, that cat and I both have one thing in common. We both need to lose 20 pounds. 
<laughs> I'm telling you. Pound cake. That's I said, what a pound cake. What a pound cat. Yeah, but she is a sweet cat. But yeah, so Jenny, Jenny is a pistol packing, pet protecting mama. Yeah, man. Don't yeah. cross her. No. I'll you know, and I'll say something for her. I'll never forget this as long as I live, and I'm probably embarrassing her right now. When we were at the other house, remember when we had that seven, eight, ten inch rain oh, a yeah. few years ago and we had all that flooding in Des Moines? Mm-hmm. Our window wells were fooling up because our backyard at the old house. Good morning, Eric. How you doing, buddy? Uh, our uh, were uh, the backyards were filling up and they were going in the window well. So I put my rain gear on and I'm out there trying to get the water out of the window wells to keep it from going into the basement. And I'm sitting there just bailing like crazy. And I turn around; she's right there behind me, trying to help bail out water. I mean, it's it's bad storms. Yeah, that and was I, bad. And I looked at her and I said, "You know what?" That's that's I'm proud of you for being out here. I'll never forget that. I I was very proud of my wife for that. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of people do it. Yeah. No, I a lot of people wouldn't do it, you know. But I between that and backing me up this morning at four in the morning, she was ready to shoot, man. If that guy was gonna jump me, I had I she had my six. And Raven was in his kennel. So you had pretty much a three sixty coverage there. Well, I don't know, but anyway, it's nice enough that she loves me enough. To, you know, I figured she's probably just locked the door and, <laughs> and you, know, said, you got life insurance. You know, I'll just call an Islander and get the, you know, but not my wife. She had my back. I'm, I'm proud of her. So she might be rethinking her decision right now. Probably. <laughs> She'd be a lot richer if I kicked the bucket. So that's for sure. Yeah. The kids and Jenny and the dog are set. That's for sure. Something happens to me. They're set. Oh, Elvis has got me life, life insurance to the, to the hilt. There you go. Uh, you know, that bugs me. I'm not even going to be around to enjoy it. You know? Yeah. So, but I guess it's nice to know that my family's taken care of. Yeah. They'll be covered. Yeah. Yeah. They won't have you, but you get trade-offs. Well, if I had a choice between me and half a million bucks, I'd probably take the money. <laughs> I mean, uh, I got to live with me every day. I think I'd rather have the money. You know? uh, decision made. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, 844, uh, 846 and some change. Uh, again, I want to thank all of our listeners for coming out to the Milo Locker last Saturday, making a huge difference for some sweet family Um Angie and Daryl uh, Gehring, I, I love those guys. And uh, I, Angie, you can't find a sweeter person than Angie. And Daryl has been a buddy of mine since I moved up here. I, I love the Milo Locker people. I, they're my family. And, um, you know, that's I, I, t- I take pride in promoting them. Uh, they, they're, just, they're just good people. And for everybody that came out, to have 350 of you people, of you fine the heart busting, just beautiful, loving people come out to, to Milo, Iowa to help out that family. It, it meant a lot, just meant the world to me. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being some of the best radio listeners in the world. Thank you. My buddy speed is watching us on Facebook live. And I know he would want me to tell you this. Have a wonderful Father's Day from everybody at Cookies Barbecue Sauce, and that's no BS. Barbecue sauce. <laughs> he, anything covered in cookies is going to make Dad happy tomorrow. Right, Speedy? 
Yeah, he's got the rib wagon somewhere. I don't, he's, he's, that, that is the hardest working man in barbecue I've ever met. I love that man. Uh, that, that, that man is, is just a, he's a prince of a man. And, uh, he does so much for a lot of people too. We got great people here in Iowa. We sure do. And Speed Herrig is one of them. He's uh, near the top of that list. Yep. He's the, he's the, he's the cream of the sauce. Cream of the sauce. Barbecue sauce. That is. (laughs) All right. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Feel the callous on his hands And dusty overalls My old man Alright, happy Father's Day to all the dads out now there. This, uh, the we're going to do trivia. Day. If you haven't won in the last 30 days, go ahead and light them up. 244-1350, 244-1350. Trivia is brought to you by the fine folks at Advanced Family Dentistry. I was just there on Wednesday, 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 and I had a crown... Oh, I did. Uh, everything was done right there for me. I actually got a filling and a crown. I had a cavity and a crown. And old Obi-Wan Kenobi Yegi, Dr. Yegi came in there and did his little Jedi magic trick with me and got me in all numbed up. And I was in and out of there uh, pretty quick. And they did such a great job. Actually, I had a cleaning, too. I got a clean. I, it was like the trifecta of Advanced Family Dentistry Day. But uh, if you're looking for a brand new dentist, uh, if you've ever been to a dentist that you're not happy with, I invite you to go see my friends at Advanced Family Dentistry. Dr. Brandt, Dr. Yegi, Dr. Stewart, Dr. Williams, they all do a great job. And if you need help with uh, cavities, root canals, if you need Invisalign, you want the smile you always wanted, whatever you need that's dental related, they can do for you at 907 North Ankeny Boulevard in Ankeny, Iowa. The phone number is 964-1490. Or you can always go check them out at AnkeniSmiles.com. And don't forget my my good friend, Dr. Scott Obi-Wan Kenobi-Yegi is a Jedi dentist. When you leave, what they should be saying to you is, may the floss be with you. All right, 244-1350, 244-1350 if you want to play trivia. Uh, we got two more pairs of uh, Cubs games or Cubs tickets to give away for the Iowa Cubs game on July 10th. So we got about two minutes. So hurry, hurry, hurry. So... <laughs> huh? Yeah, that's all right. Hey, that's just more tickets for me to give out next week. So that's good. Stadium's nice and ready to go. You got uh so what we give? We give two seat we go ahead. Answer the phone. This will be easy. All you have to do is say Dr. Yagi and you win. Dr. Yagi. Can I get your name? Dr. Ya Yagi. Dr. Scott Obi Wan Kenobi Yagi. That Obi Wan Kenobi Yagi. Dr. Yegi, Dr. Scott Yegi, you know, Dr. Dr. I own advanced family dentistry Yegi. Any of those will work. You know, Dr. Scott, he's outdoors dance dentist Yegi. Well, it'd be nice. Uh, let's go see what Jeff is up to this morning. Good morning, Jeff. How are you? Good morning, Dan. Doing well. Hit me, Jeff. Hit me. Hit me. Just say Dr. Yegi. Dr. Yegi. You got a pair of tickets, buddy. Thank you. Awesome. All right, you. Ha- uh, we'll call you right back, Jeff. Thank you. You're Good welcome. Night. See, I told you this. <laughs> I think they got it. <laughs> hey, don't you tell me how to do my show, Doctor Yagi. Uh, no, is he on there? Yeah. Well, let's go. Yeah, Tony, you want to go to the Cubs game? I can't get you. Do what? I can't get you. I'm sorry. That's all right. We'll talk to you next week. Okay. All right. All right. Bye, Tone. 
Bye. All right. We'll just, uh, we got five, six, we got six tickets to give away, pairs of tickets to give away next week. So we're going to try and give all 40 of those away. Huh? Oh, we do? Hurry up. Yeah, who's this? Hi, who's this? Hello? You still doing trivia? Yeah, who's this? Neil. Neil, say Dr. Yagi. Dr. Yagi. You got a pair of tickets, Neil. We'll call you back. Thank you. Stay on, hey, Neil, just stay on the line, buddy. Okay. All right, thanks, Neil. Hey, we got to go. That's going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, we're all in it together. Be good to one another. And until we see you again next Saturday here on 1350 ESPN, God bless everybody. Bye!